0: Take All right, looking good, looking good.
1: Test test, one, two, three, four. Yeah, there you go. Good sound, good sound. Sound good, look ugly. Yep, that's about
0: your speed. Yeah, yeah, I'm good at right, that. we still got a minute before uh, it's time to go. <laughs>
1: I might need to put some oil on them. Yeah, you Damn. might need
0: to do something. I wow. Was... Our listeners are gonna go, What the
1: fuck was that?
0: Yeah, no kidding.
1: Oh I'll get my phone. Turn it off so you fuckers won't want to complain. <laughs> I guess it's no worse than him shitting his pants every time. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, we're going to get some bean up. <laughs> it's, be, it's going to be mandatory <laughs> daily usage for you to stay active in this group, damn it. Oh, that's awesome. Ah, somebody forgot a... a bullet. Ah, shit. <laughs> it's going to be you. I was going to say, huh? if it's 9 mil, that's probably mine. That's where I laid them all. Did you ever find that bag? No. I ain't worried about it. No, I didn't. I didn't look under my seat though, so it may have slid up underneath there. Yeah, because I looked everywhere and I didn't find it. Yeah, it's no big deal, dude. I've got, i got a few of those. Only a couple. It's uh, it's probably slid up underneath my seat. just because I didn't get him looking underneath there. It's No big deal. I got a few of them myself. Y'all ready? Waiting
0: on you. Three,
1: two, one. Some point that thing to me, it might go off. What the hell? Howdy folks, welcome back to Southern Missouri Patriots. Yo, Captain Jack here, Lieutenant Dan, and Bill Bilko over there Hello. at the controls, as usual. Um, hope everybody's had a good week. Uh, it's been kind of crazy all around the world, again. And um, oh it's been, yeah, it's
0: beyond and it's no. going to get worse. So, I've... I looked into it today because I I was tired of, you know, the Gulf Coast being cooler than we are right now. I knew we were under a heat dome, so I decided, okay, what in the hell is a heat dome? Long story short is basically we have to blame the Pacific and the high pressure that just won't slide up off our nuts. Okay. Uh, The long and the short of it is we've got a huge temperature gradient across the Pacific Ocean. Uh, it's a little global Oh, yeah, you kiss my ass (laughs) And it's pulling the heat off the ocean. Well, we've got La Nina sitting over us, which is the high pressure, Mm -hmm. and it is just sitting on top of us, trapping that hot air coming right off the uh, Pacific Ocean. Great. That's always awesome. Yeah. And, uh, it's not letting up anytime soon.
1: No, uh, I was actually talking to a guy down at the water a little bit ago about that, and, uh, was it like Tuesday, I think? We're supposed to hit like 106, 107. Yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, and next Saturday, I believe. Great, awesome. Yeah, so and I'll be- That's actually... without the index, that's just right. straight up 10. Yeah, that's just yeah. straight heat. So I'll be running, stringing some fans out there to the, uh, the poultry pens.
0: Yeah. Get some air
1: flow across them. Uh, luckily where they're at, they're in shade 90% of the day. So... Yeah,
0: mine have- uh found a way underneath the coop and that's where they go during the day where it's uh, significantly cooler. It's, uh, you know, I can't leave my husky out anymore because she attacks the coop. Yeah. And so when I'm at work, she has to be outside. All three of my dogs have dual layer coats. Mm. Yeah. Uh, And I had a swimming pool for them but of course they chewed it up. Well, yeah, why wouldn't they? (laughs) And so I've got to I've got to come up with something next week to keep them cool because they obviously can't stay inside. Uh, Not two energetic German Shepherds and a Husky with three cats. That's just a recipe for absolute
1: disaster. Um, Shit all over the place. They may come down to where you just have to uh, do the same with the uh, dogs as we're doing with the flock. uh, Just get a fan out there. Any kind of air circulation. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's what I've got. I've got actually a 24-inch shop fan out there for them. Uh, but they're definitely afraid of it. Oh, shit. Well, but I put their ice water bowl in front of it, so that way you know they'll be enticed to go over there and do something cold to drink. Of course, in this temperature, the
1: ice water doesn't last long. I was gonna say, yeah, that's not gonna be ice water very long. No. So, I know I was given that. I was putting ice in the waters for my uh, chickens and turkeys. Hell, oh, a couple weeks ago, <clears throat> before it was even anywhere near this hot, and shit it didn't last 15 minutes, and it was, Nothing,
0: yeah, so. anyway. Um, we let our turkeys out. Uh, apparently, the Drake that we have that we picked up for free has decided to turn absolutely rapey on all of our ducks.
1: He <laughs> showed me that video, we God.
0: Drown that <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he's gonna get his one way or another. Hey, you know,
1: I mean, necrophilia is a thing,
0: now Apparently, it's in ducks too. We got Alyssa chiming in and says, Hey, dad, Maddie says, Hi, papa. She loves you. We are going kayaking.
1: Nice. Man, that's totally fun. And he's already shitting his pants over here. Oh. Wow. Well, he says, uh, give those babies kisses for me. So, anyway, um, I'm sure we'll end up talking about some current events. We usually do. Um, our main we got to. Our, our main top, though, and we're probably going to buzz through. Did we ever get a chance to uh, check into the, the drought down there in Texas and all the cattle selling up? Uh, I didn't the, get chance to read a whole that lot. That kind of ties yeah. In. Kind yeah, it really really does. does. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get chance <laughs> to read a whole lot today. I was I, I was on the go pretty much all day. I seen that yeah. one one thing and that that one article. That was the one I saw, so I don't yeah. know how true that is or not. But.
0: Well yeah, because they had to do it in two thousand eleven, so could it be stock footage from two thousand eleven? Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Uh, uh, but it wasn't coming across the mainstream news, legacy media. That does not surprise me. So, I mean, you can come to almost say, okay, well, if it's not coming across <laughs> legacy media, the chances of it actually being true are pretty,
1: fairly high. Yeah. Fairly. So, uh, we're going to talk about uh, like preserving uh, vegetables and canning and, and dehydrating and stuff like that. Uh, Lieutenant Dan brought out, some books here. Since I forgot to bring mine, luckily he had some on hand. Quite a few, actually. Yeah. I think I got some more somewhere. So that some doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah. You never have too many, right? Nope. So, hey, look, uh, these books, I mean, you can go to garage sales and find them. I mean, they're all over the place. Well, they've got yeah. that I nice. Think I, I think one of these books actually was found at the garage sale for $1.50. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times, I mean, you know, I, I hate to promote Amazon, but. You can find these on there for sure, um, and you can get them from used condition up to brand new. You know, obviously the new ones are going to cost a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, but they're they're full of great information.
0: Uh, or you you know Joplin's got that used bookstore on Main Street. Like you're heading toward the airport, there uh, on the left hand side as you're heading north. Always buying books. Yeah, yeah. No, um, always check that. You know, go to go to go there first before you you check out Amazon. Yeah. I know it's um, sometimes a little hard to get up to Joplin. But just, just do it.
1: Yeah, Support so, local businesses. And the guy that owns that, um, his name is Bob, Bob Wolf. Um, he's a super, super nice guy, a Vietnam veteran. And uh, he's just one hell of a guy. He does a lot to support the community. Um, he actually donates a lot of books to uh, inmates in, in jails and prisons. I mean, just boxes and boxes and boxes. Um, he's, he's big on education and obviously reading. Um, Full but, on Shawshank Redemption. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's a super good guy, so, uh, yeah, definitely definitely go up there and check him out and, uh, you know, throw some business his way if you can. So, I'm going to,
0: someone would hand me these books, I'll go ahead and show them to, the, to everybody, you know, just to get an idea of where to get started mm-hmm. at. Uh, I think, Lieutenant Dan, just a couple of months ago, you went on ahead and canned
1: some fruit. Got some strawberry jam. Yeah, so. Uh, that was bought a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, this one old. Yeah, this is. I think that was the first one we got when we started killing. Yeah.
0: I'll give you an idea. The, 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 the initial start
1: out no, was, was 1997. 90. If you don't have uh, that, a day. lot of the jars That's and stuff too. already, um, I, again, you can look around at, at yard sales and stuff like that, the jars and the rings for the two-piece lids are, are reusable. Um, and a lot of times you can sick up the jars. Up. At at fairly decent price used. Um, If you go start buying a new, um, your initial upfront cost is going to be pretty significant by the time you buy enough to to do any worthwhile home canning. Uh, But again, keep in mind you can reuse those jars and the uh, rings through lids. So I uh, I wish I had all the ones that my grandmother used to have. That she used uh, at the now she would empty them out. She would, of course, you know, clean and sanitize them. And she had like big 50-gallon drums that she would put them in and then seal them up until yeah. the next year. And, uh, gosh, she had hundreds and hundreds of little jars and springs. So for
0: those who don't watch the live stream or the video and are listening in on the podcast later on, what we have here is we've got the uh, completely revised and updated stocking up third edition of the Classic Preserving Guide <laughs> by Carol Hupping. And then Linda, I'm going to butcher the hell out of this one. Ocelona, Narajano, whatever. Can't the Na- you can't speak in here? No, I cannot. The Native <laughs> American uh, Herbalist Bible is the second <laughs> one. And then, of course, the Ball Blue Book on uh, Guide to Home Canning, Freezing, and Dehydration.
1: Which ball has several, several, several well, dude, they've been doing it for yeah, literally years. over a hundred years. Yeah, they, they are the benchmark for, for canning products. Um, they, they, again, they've been around forever. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I've been looking into some of the dehydrating stuff and uh, uh, from what I can tell, the Excalibur is probably the best and then the Kosari comes in second.
0: <clears throat> of course, there's always a good old vacuum sealer. Uh, this past week, we went ahead and did some of the harvesting. You know just the heat it's just absolutely killing yeah our garden grass is doing fine but the rest of it and not you know everything's real small not a whole lot of uh throughput and what we did what we did harvest uh some of it you know got eaten some of it's getting set aside to be dried out and seeded for next year and then some of it you we know, do like the radishes we had actually a pretty good decent crop of radishes uh those we harvested we cleaned them up and then vacuum sealed those and those will be tossed in the freezer and then the ones that we pulled up that didn't quite quite make it those are going to be uh, hydroponic and then uh, grown as far as they can go
1: and those will be used for next year nice so yeah uh, yeah my garden uh, I decided actually against uh, putting a garden in the ground uh, with the with the heat we got going on right now uh, I really just don't want to run in my well that much to keep it going, so yeah. um, I've got a, a guy gave me some, uh, a couple of tryout, and I ordered more on Amazon. Uh, they're basically uh, ten gallon planter bags. Um, we've got uh, handles made onto them and stuff, and pretty much anything you can throw dirt. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, these, I mean, I've seen people use old toilets. <laughs> well, yeah. you can <laughs> and, and Drainage is, is the main thing. I mean, yeah, you want everything to. Uh, you know, that'll hold some of the moisture, but it also has to drain or else you're going to start getting root rot. Um, and and these things are designed specifically for that. It, it holds a lot of the moisture in, but it also lets like excess flow out to, to help with uh, any kind of root rot. So, uh, and, and they're easily movable around. So I, I'm going to get some stuff planted in that. Um, no, and I, I was actually looking at some of the uh, LED UV lights. They're very energy efficient and, uh, you know, I'm still kicking around the idea of going maybe uh, later this year, throwing up a greenhouse and, uh, you know, run that thing year-round. So, that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Have fresh greens all year-round, especially yeah. coming into, uh, you know, this bad weather we're having. Yeah, well, yeah. That's why like yeah. container garden, I think, is actually better to use a whole lot less water. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's, yeah. especially if water is an issue, you don't want to use you know more than you need to. Right. Well, and and when you got it in the ground, I mean, it takes a, just a phenomenal amount of water to keep it moist enough for the plants to do well. Be, well, I mean, if you put like uh, some mulch or peat moss in there, yeah, but you just got to watch the be low in the soil. Make sure you don't overdo it. Yeah. Um, you know, and I mean, luckily, like, uh, like around where I'm at, obviously I can go out into the pasture with the tractor and I can load up all the uh, fertilizer I want. <laughs> so, uh, you know, kind of fortunate about that. Uh, bucket loads of of cow shit, uh, mix that in well with the uh, with the dirt. Uh, I seen donkey shit on sale uh, on Facebook the other day. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> it was free, but you know. wow, donkey shit. All right, yeah. Don- you know, uh, but again, it, it's it's fertilizer Shit, so. yeah. <laughs> um, I can tell you folks though, um, if you use like a horse manure, um, be very, very uh, conservative with your use on it because um, it, it's a pretty hot fertilizer and it will burn up your garden. Um, and, and, and it will, you'll get the opposite uh, result of what you're really wanting, so. Uh, I you know, personally, I, I believe, like fix that is put a little money in it and drop the acidity level. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm a big fan <coughs> you know, of, uh, of cow manure, or, uh, you know, I mean, over, over here just across the line from us in Oklahoma, Miami, there's uh, uh mushroom growers over there, and you can get a lot of their, uh, I, I guess, compost and, and and stuff and, you know from them for a fairly decent price. I think somebody was saying uh, it was like twenty five dollars a load. Um, if you haul it yourself, you just, you pull up in there like a you know a dump trailer or whatever, and uh, they'll load you up like twenty five bucks, and it and it's really good quality stuff. Uh, you know, put that in your, in your garden or your raised bed or you know, whatever the case may be. So anyway, um, so obviously you know once you harvest all this food, you've got to do something with it. So that's why we're going to talk about you know the the home canning um and again you know get these books look it up i up online uh go to always buying books or any of the other used bookstores around and uh you know because we can cover it um and and honestly in our time frame it's going to be impossible to cover everything on canning uh so we're going to give you kind of the basics on there's so many different kinds of canning. You right. The, you know, you've you got uh, the pressure canning, just the, uh, the water bath canning. Um, you know, I, I've seen people, uh, you know, put the, the jars in an oven, you know, at a certain temperature and, you know, for so long time. Uh, and depending on what you're canning uh, determines which method you need to use. And you can do freezer, uh, freezer jam. Uh, you can blanch stuff and put it in the, in the freezer it's um, yeah. just all all different kinds of methods for preserving things mm-hmm. yeah. the only yeah. bad thing about the, the putting it in the freezer is what happens with the fridge and the sandwich, stuff right. like that when you're kind of hosed yeah you know um, if you're limited on space canning is going to be an issue because then you got to store all these jars um, and one they're, the weight adds up really really oh, fast yeah. Pretty um, you know uh and, and they take a lot of room. So if you're limited on space, um, you know, again, that, that upfront cost for canning is gonna be kind of prohibitive for a lot of people um, because it's not a small investment in all these jars. So if you're limited on space, you might want to look into um, some kind of freeze dried options. Uh, those store uh, in less space, they weigh less. Uh, freeze-dryers are expensive, but you can buy Pre-made products, if you can find them, uh, Harvestraisers and the one that makes them right now. for for home use. So they, they've got the uh, market cornered on that. So they're breaking it. Yeah. Um, you know, and and we all we actually looked into them and talked about them and so, stuff. Uh, I I don't know, man. I I read a lot of the uh, reviews that I wasn't real keen on because you, the initial investment was uh, what was it twenty. $400, I think, for the base model, which had dropped from a few years ago when I first looked at them, because their uh, smallest low. base model was over $4,000. It was almost five. Yeah. Was yeah. Um, and, and that was for a very small one. The capacity on it was, was very little. Uh, and, you know, you got to run that thing pretty much nonstop. But then you have to upgrade seals and, and uh, the, the the pump and the oil in it, and, and there was just a lot of stuff. So I the, think the cost of that is... Uh, uh, they may have it all that fixed down, but I know they cost a lot in energy if you use them all the time. Right. Uh, but I mean, you, you gotta give a little, give a little, I guess. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> again, can. Um, here's the thing, you know, we talked about this before we uh, started recording. A lot of people don't realize this. You can actually can meat. Um, you know, I, I, I know, I've known people over the years, a lot of them that have canned. Uh, They'll buy. Catch a good sale on on meat at the store, and now just buy a crap ton of it, and uh, and then can it. You can make pretty much any, you know stew. You can make that yeah. can you know, all kinds of stuff. You um, can even do a, a water bath for eggs make them last a uh, year or two years. Yeah, um, yeah. You can water glass them. Um, I think we actually put that that out uh, a couple three weeks ago. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, fresh eggs are obviously the best um, i think in that thing that we, we talked about on the water glassing it uh it actually says you can't do it with commercial eggs because they've already washed the bloom off of yeah, it and haven't had it yeah so fresh chicken yeah stuff already hell yeah 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 because of you that don't know um yeah fresh aids um they, they're they're covered in a layer of After birth, birth. yeah, for lack of a better term, you know, um, and it's called the bloom. And that what that does is it actually seals the pores of that egg to prevent bacteria from getting in there and and ruining the egg. So, if you have fresh eggs, unless you're going to use them right away, don't wash that off and you don't have to refrigerate. You know, actually, the United States is one of the few countries in the world that actually refrigerates eggs. Uh, Now, with commercial bought eggs. Again, you have to refrigerate refrigerate those because of uh, the way they're processed and cleaned up and, and made to look pretty for the store. So, anyway. All the pores are over. Yeah. yeah. And, and they've been exposed to well, God knows what. There's a reason you cook the hell out of them, man. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, you know, roast, uh, ground beef, you know, you can you can. Camp. All that canned chicken, uh, water glassing eggs, steak, uh, yeah, pretty much anything you can can, and there's a process for it. Uh, and we have to kind of watch how we word things on here on, on telling people exactly how to do something um, because of the litigation happy society that we're in nowadays. So we're going to refer you to the resources that we use. Um, that are tried and proven, and you know, like that Ball Blue Book. Um, you know, again, Ball has been around since the 1800s, um, and they have set the standard for canning products, um, basically throughout the world. Yeah, you can tell when you're trying to can something and buy an off-brand or something like that, and uh, <clears throat> you start uh, cooking it or whatever, and uh, then the bar, the jar, the yeah. or crack, or whatever. And that pretty much ruins the whole whole thing right there. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, and and some of the ball jars they will break over time. Not I mean, average. it's glass. Exactly. It's gonna happen, it. um, but it's it's less frequent. Um, you know, they they've cornered the market on candy products for a reason. Um, you may pay a little bit more up front, but you're not gonna have to replace them near as often. So anyway, um, thanks for coming back, man. Yeah, everything coming all right.
0: You really want the answer to that? No, no we don't. <laughs> we do not.
1: <laughs> i was surprised he didn't take a picture and send it to us. Oh okay. Lord. <laughs> so we got a
0: lot of people chiming in. All right, cool. Uh, we got Pressy.
1: We need to get us a TV screen we? Yeah, amazing. we really do. Because we're just sitting here chitchat and we can't see the monitor you know, all yeah, really. at all, so. I can fix that, but
0: regardless, uh, Pressy sent me a link about what's on the Congress's, on the House floor. And what he's sending out I could not find as far as um, what he was talking about, but uh, Senate bill, according to this Senate bill 3110, which I wish I could find it real quick, uh, it's a little difficult to go through is uh,
1: it's called the Zombie Survival Program. Yes, I've actually I've read this. Uh, the government uh, has apocalyptic, Zombie things out there. The CDC. You can go to the CDC website and and search for zombies, and it, it'll have like a zombie survival thing on there. Um, yeah, I mean it, it's out there. I've, I've seen
0: it. Yeah, considering the uh, fake Fauci is uh, pushing another jab, another booster.
1: Yeah, yeah, Mister
0: Mister what triple boosted and uh, just recovered from COVID. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I loved how he prefaced it he's like you know I would uh, I forget the way he said it but basically he said and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here because I just read the quote and just you idiot without any scientific basis or fact he said I would ass- basically he said I would assume that the symptoms weren't as bad because of the, the jab yeah okay. oh man we can get into that big time uh, Christy's chiming in says my zucchini turned yellow and rotted before it really had a chance to get to medium size and my cucumber plant grew blossoms but died off yeah that that heat is definitely definitely killing everything too right much, now
1: too much heat yeah yeah we are just in that heat dome and yeah, my, my tomato plant is is shriveling up and it it's still I've still got several tomatoes on it but they're not growing um, yeah it's just it's, it's tearing them up man it inside. Yeah, and Christy
0: says, uh, Appalachian Homestead has several YouTube videos on canning meats, water glassing eggs, and prepping kitchen uh, help that's awesome for beginners. Yes it is, I'm actually familiar with that channel. Uh, and also, what is it, August 26th and 27th, yep. there is a homestead expo, I forget where it's at. No, Marsh- it's- Marshfield, Missouri. Yep. yep. I understand. would encourage. Uh, I'm going to try to make it for sure. it will probably be Saturday, of course.
1: So, where there, where you grew up? Yeah, just the next town over. Yeah.
0: yeah, I would encourage everybody to be there. I'm going to try to be there on Saturday, just if anything, just to take check it out. Uh, I would imagine you could probably buy from people and see what they've done, and just kind of get a sample and a taste of, of everything uh, available to you. I'm I'm certainly going for it. Yeah, I would yeah. encourage everybody okay. else
1: to check it out. I yeah, I'm going to try that. Uh, it depends on uh, what I'm, I've got going. Uh, I am having to backfill as a bartender, bartender right again. now. So uh, yeah, I'm hoping I have somebody hired and trained up by then, but we'll see. Did y'all talk about the steril-
0: sterilizing the glass mason jars or the ball jars and the no, we dishwasher? We did not. get And then using them instead of doing it the old boil way, which is kind of sketchy at sometimes. We still do it boil way. Yeah for years. Man. No, I, I don't. <laughs> and then we got uh, Brian chiming in, says, hello from beautiful Colorado where it's actually raining. Oh, Brian, man. I hate you, man. Dude, I, send it this man. way, man. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, God, what's the temperature out there, man? You know, my, my sister isn't that far from you. She's up there in Cheyenne where you're, you know, I think you're down in, in the Denver area, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> she was at 65 degrees just a few days ago. Oh, she I know, right? You know what? We hit the lottery. I've, I've already made the decision. We hit the lottery and we're all moving to Wyoming. That, <laughs> that's just happening. Yeah,
1: uh, it's all fine or good till winter hits. Right. You know what? Right.
0: I'd rather deal with the freaking snow up to my balls, freezing, freezing my balls off versus going out here in this crap and just melting. Oh, man. Oh, no. uh, so, I don't know.
1: I'll we just need two places. you know, one. One down south. One yeah, I, I, I'll oh. tell you, man. I've been snowed in Wyoming uh, before, and it is not pleasant. Uh, yeah, they get. You're going across I-80. It's 410 miles from the Utah state line over the Nebraska state line. Oh yeah, and, and it took me two and a half days to do that. Oh, I believe it. They get
0: them. They get by their feet, not by their inch. <laughs> and Brian yeah. says it's like ninety degrees up there. Yeah, it's ninety degrees with really dry heat, or you know, real dry environment. I've been there before. Yeah. And he says I'll try to bring you something back in a cup for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh man. man! Oh, enjoy that. Hey, if I was you, I'd be I'd be looking for a way to kind of extend my trip a little bit. Yeah, no good. Good Lord, enjoy that. And it's beautiful out there too. It is. My gosh, it is so beautiful out there. And
1: I love me some Mountains. Mm-hmm. I love getting out on the uh, go out 70 uh, west of uh, Denver. Man, it's just beautiful. Yeah, is it ever. Uh, again, that's one of the places that sucks in the wintertime. I've been through there on the track, you know, going over through the passes mm-hmm. through Eisenhower Tunnel, and uh, and it, it sucks balls big time in the winter, but it's beautiful. My, my grandfather, he was a trucker
0: for, you know, after he got out of the service for years and years and years for Tri-State here in the area. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said him and my grandmother's brother were out there in the mountains one day uh, during a snowstorm and they couldn't, you know, the truck started sliding back down the mountain. And my grandfather said he was asleep in the back. And uh, I started, you know, he woke, my uncle woke him up and said, Hey, Hop out, chalk the wheels, so we can start putting the snow chains on. <laughs> and so he said, "There he was, out in his underwear, chalking the wheels, Jeez. freezing his ass off, you know, chalking the wheels, so they could get out, and put the chains on the truck, so they could make it up the mountainside." Yeah,
1: man, I feel like you know, twenty-two years in the trucking industry, and uh, I slung iron three times, and it was all on the same damn trip. <laughs> uh, but, uh, Brian's doing it every three weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and, and <laughs> I, I I did it there. I did it there teaching more than I did uh, actually driving. Yeah. I, I slung, I slung changed one time my own time on the road. Yeah. I did it. And that times. was to get up my own driveway. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did it uh, the first time was over in uh, just outside of Rollins, Wyoming. There's a Flying J truck stop there. Uh-huh. And, uh, there had been a wreck, and I could see the exit. I was gonna to go to that truck stop, and there had been a wreck, and when it cleared out, started moving in, and we couldn't move. So I had to put chains on, just to get like a quarter mile up the road to the exit, and uh, and get into the truck stop. Uh, okay. And then the uh, I got on out to uh, Oregon, and had to uh, chain up on my way out there, and then I got to Portland to drop it and coming back, and had to chain up again to, to get across uh, cabbage. Jeez. Uh, so, Brian chiming in and says, John
0: Denver is full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then Christie's saying, uh, Wolf Wolf Creek Pass is absolutely beautiful. It Dear is. Dear God, it is. Yep, yeah, been across yeah. there.
1: Um, there, yeah. the, the one time I went across there, I was coming up through there, and, uh, and I was coming east. I'd come up out of uh, Arizona, and I was walking right through, and I was looking up the top of the mountain, and I seen the car up there, and I said, man, it's a long ways up there. I wonder how they get up there. Well, a little bit later, I was up there, and... And it was just before sunset. So, and there was a pullout area just almost to the very top of the mountain there. And I, and I pulled out there and I, I got out and I just sat there beside the truck and just watched the, the sun go down behind the mountains and up, you know, looking down through the valleys. Oh, yeah. God, God Almighty it was beautiful.
0: Yeah, I've been to Denver a couple of times and almost always, almost always at night. Uh, my flight out that one time was actually during the day, so I did get to. Kind of wander around a little bit and take a look. Yeah, I, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. We we win the lottery. We're we're moving to Wyoming. It's just happening. Y'all guys, can just sell your damn houses. We're gonna go buy 1,500 acres and.
1: Uh, I'm telling you, I would uh, I would be divorced if I mentioned moving to uh, anywhere pretty much north of here. <laughs> <laughs> Even after all this heat, yep. That's what I'm saying, you're just gonna have two places. Yeah, cause I'm, I'm telling you right now, dude. It it can be. 80 degrees outside, and my wife is still wearing a hoodie. It ain't 80 degrees outside. I, I know, but I'm, I'm just telling you. It's, I've had this discussion for uh, many years, because I've actually wanted to move to Montana. Uh, the, the prettiest place in this country I've ever seen is, is uh, uh, just east of Libby, Montana, which is almost up the Canadian border. And uh, I, I was I, I loaded world record taxidermy mounts for Bass Pro, it's Springfield. Hmm. out of a guy he had, his taxidermy shop was a metal building in his backyard and I had to take uh, a semi with a 53 foot trailer and he's like oh yeah the ground to hold you just pull out there through the yard and do a U-turn and back up there to that metal building we'll get you loaded up so that's what we did and uh, so I left there and I was heading out this little two lane highway and as I made a right turn uh, I want to say it was US 95 or 90, I can't remember now anyway I was turning uh, right onto this US highway to go back down towards the interstate as I looked off to my left, I could see the peaks of the mountains over in Glacier National Park. Ooh. And, and it's just, I mean, it, it's stunning. And I've said for years I wanted to move up there. And my wife says, okay, I'll see you in the summertime. Yeah, <laughs> <I>, uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, we're getting we're off topic hot. here, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> we always <laughs> do. Yeah, right. I mean, when do, when do we stay on topic? <laughs> That's um, overrated. Y'all talked about, you know, I had step out for a minute. Y'all talked about uh, freeze drying.
1: Yep, a little bit,
0: a little bit. Yeah, I think we still need to get one of those systems and try it out, but, <coughs> you know, I, I'd have to say with current events, it's gonna be a great segue right into it. But current events, man. I mean, I am just damn surprised shit has not absolutely hit the fan yet. And I'm telling uh, you. Tom. So folks, whether you know it or not, we've lost, we've had five prime ministers resign in the last two weeks. Yeah. So we've got the UK, uh, Boris uh, Johnson yep. has resigned, the prime minister of Spain has resigned, the prime minister of Argentina has resigned, mm-hmm. the prime minister of Italy resigned, yep. and uh, the prime minister of Norway? That sounds right. I, mean, I think it was Norway, right. of
1: course, Sri Lanka. So, yeah, yeah. the yeah. Sri Lanka
0: prime minister, I mean... Actually, the, the, president the president just freaking dropped trowel and ran. Yeah, he, gone. He, he, <laughs> he found himself a naval ship heading out. And he's like, I'm on it.
1: I <laughs> am. Uh, out of here. Golly. Uh Don't blame him, though, because I'm pretty sure we've seen pictures of hamstrung from, from oh, the yeah. Um, yeah. They, they weren't gonna, playing. No.
0: No. And then you've got uh, Italy's actually starting a riot because they're... They can't afford anything in Italy right now. Yeah. Oh, it's trash piled up in the streets. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it, it's nuts. Um, <laughs> so we- it, we're we're seeing the collapse of civilized societies around the world happening. Uh, along with uh, uh, Boris Johnson there in the UK resigning, there was fifty or fifty one of their members of Parliament and different secretaries and and department heads and stuff like that that all resigned like in the two weeks leading up to his resignation. Yeah, I mean uh, that's. That's huge. That's a huge, yeah. That's an absolute massive warning sign. Um, yeah, man, this is almost like a wet dream. But could you imagine if like 50 of our senators just up and resigned? Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Oh, that'd be awesome, wouldn't
0: it? Screw you, Mitt Romney (laughs) (laughs) and Liz Cheney. I'm gonna say, you know, I've, I've been to Wyoming, absolutely love you know, being in Wyoming to the folks. Of Wyoming, if anyone happens to cross this, <laughs> this uh, podcast, don't fucking vote for Liz Cheney ever again. No, no Find
1: somebody better. Yeah, there, there's other options out there. You yeah. know, I, one, I, you know, here's the thing, um, especially at the local and, and state levels, man, you got to start supporting these third party candidates. Uh, yeah, they're, they're there out judgments. there. They're out there. They don't get the media coverage because I'm going to tell you what, most of them they're not, they're not getting the endorsements from these big corporations and these, these billion dollar hedge funds and all oh, that shit. shit. Democrats they got some bucks. behind them. Yeah. I was about then,
0: to say, even the Republican establishment, you know, they, the, there was several Republicans running around the country, you know, for, for local or even federal, uh, national level offices and the RNC is like, nope, we're not going to give you any
1: money. Yeah.
0: That's telling right there.
1: Yeah. Uh you know, these third-party candidates, they're they are out there. Um, they're, they're outside. And here's what scares the, the, the mainstream people. They're outside of their control. Yeah. Because they're not getting all that money. They're not beholden to people. You know? Um, and, and, I mean. MTG is a good one right there. Major uh, majorly
0: Taylor green I mean, I don't think she was endorsed by the RNC at all. I'm not sure on that. It would and, surprise me. Uh, no it wouldn't surprise me uh, I love her
1: man she's pretty awesome
0: yeah uh, any more and then you've got the Carrie Lake the gubernatorial candidate for uh, Arizona Arizona yeah she's roasting people left yeah. right and center just like look I you know she she used to be a journalist so yeah she's going around torching all these people that try to screw up her campaign she's like no yeah from
1: uh, Colorado who it is Lauren Bovert Oh yeah, yeah. She's a she's a badass man, um, and and she'll flat tell you how it is. Yeah. So who yeah. was it? Who was it in the uh, shit. So <laughs> They were doing some speaking or something. I can't remember where the, the, the guy was, but they said that we need an alert for stupidity.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was um, Chip Roy from Texas.
1: Oh, yeah. um, um, tell, tell the guy. Telling everybody that we need a alert system for. <laughs> yeah, that thing be going off all the time. Oh dear yeah, They're what trying, they were, they were trying to, to what are they trying to do with the the cops now? Something I can't remember. Ellis, I was doing a bunch of other things at the same time. they were trying to some two billion dollars worth of money or something they're going to give for something to do with the cops. I can't remember.
0: Uh, no, I, there's, I, there's, I don't there's... remember when I crossed that. Then we got Tom Cotton. Uh, jumped in and said that, you know, folks, we've kind of briefly on a few occasions mentioned the ESG score. And I got Tom Cotton chiming in saying, hey, once you know Republicans take the House and Senate, we're gonna investigate all this ESG crap, which is what's causing our fuel prices. It's part of the puzzle that's causing our fuel prices to rise. Uh, If you don't know anything about ESG, I would highly recommend that uh, if you want a really good breakdown of it, you look up any, uh, go to YouTube, and look up Glenn Beck ESG. Uh, make sure it's actually his channel and he walks you through what ESG is and what it's absolutely doing to all of the energy sector of the United States right now
1: and the world. <clears throat> and, and I'm not a Glenn, Glenn Beck fan uh, much yeah, anymore, but he, he does still uh, production. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. really the only reason I
0: listen to him. Uh, his comedy is, is not very funny. And it, at the very least, he has apologized to everyone, saying, hey, you know what? My timing is way off.
1: Yeah, well, that's more than that He didn't. Anyway, that, that's, yeah, that's a whole topic. other uh, uh, yeah, I'm topic. Just, I'm just not a big Beck fan uh, as much as I used to be. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyway, so in addition to
0: that, we also got reports. And, you know, this is the hard thing is we're getting all these reports the past what, five days, and we, we have no way of independently verifying them. Uh, you're not gonna see a whole lot of it in the legacy media, even the, the side media that we all watch and listen to, hidden widely reporting it. So it's kind of hard to tell, hey, are these reports true or not? But they're handcuffing people in China yep. and pretty much forcing them to do the Wu flu tests to keep their uh, social credit score going
1: yeah, they have to do it daily yeah uh, yeah the, the picture again you know pictures can be deceiving yeah um, especially yeah, coming out of China especially coming out of China uh, yeah they were lined up some of them were handcuffed and uh, were under armed guard uh, they're on the sidewalk lining up for their daily uh, flu test uh, in, in order uh, to they have like a QR code that is linked to their vaccine card And their testing status, in order to keep it active, so that they can function in their daily lives and go and do their jobs and and shop and do whatever, they have to go through this crap. Oh, oh, the new variant, the new ninja
0: variant. (laughs) (laughs) It's like what? So we'll go and and we'll slap Japan in the face, but we can't call it the Chinese virus, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's not racist at all. (laughs) Oh, that's who I wanted to bring up. So there was, was it last week? Uh, Let me find this. I actually have his webpage pulled up because I do actually intend to donate personally uh, to his uh, campaign, even though he's not in our state. But Jerome Davidson had this really fantastic, I I need to link to his website on our page just so you can go check it, check out his uh, campaign ad, which is just awesome. The man is a preacher and basically had a bunch of people dress up in KKK outfits and come storm his house. I seen that. Yes. Yeah, I did see that. And he flat calls out Democrats. I mean, he just yeah. flat, he's like, look, these are the racist pricks right here. And, uh, it, it was just, it was an awesome, awesome ad. Uh, even though he's not in our state, I, I forget where he's at, but it's not anywhere near us. It would be just outstanding to sit down and talk with that man. Yeah. Uh, Got Bill jumping in, sorry I'm late, hi guys. Hey Bill. Hey Bill, how are you doing bro? And uh, you know, eventually, especially here in August, we need to hold ourselves accountable and uh, kind of divvy up who's running for our office uh, in our area, in our counties, yeah. uh, and kind of run through the list, do our due diligence and kind of pass it along to you, all of you folks. We're not going to endorse anybody by any stretch of the imagination, right. but at least we'll investigate and then say, hey, here's what we found.
1: Uh, and uh, for those of you that don't know, in this in this area, August second is voting day. Oh, so we need to do that like
0: next week then. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, uh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's August second. Th- this might all be on you.
1: Behind the eight ball.
0: You know, you are retired after all.
1: Uh, yes, yeah. but yet yeah, I still manage to put in like eighty hours a week in various places. Whose fault is that? <laughs> And I got a problem with saying no. Shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, moving, moving on. I knew it. Some of that said, man, this is not going to go well. <laughs> anyway, um so let, let's talk again about some of the, the, the preserving options let's, let's cover these again um and for anybody that is tuning in late um, let's hold up those books again uh, especially yeah, that, that ball book. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> you know what i mean uh, so that you know our, our our main topic was supposed to be preserving and, and, and like home canning and stuff uh, so Ball jars and canning products. uh, Again, they they're kind of the benchmark uh, for canning products around the world. Um, If you can look around, and a lot of times you can find good jars at you know garage sales, uh, thrift stores, places like that. Uh, If you're going and buying buying new, it's it's going to be kind of expensive to get enough uh, to to get started. So you know keep that in mind. But again, you can can pretty much anything. Oh yeah, uh, uh, you know I, I. mean, even meat. So if if you, uh, you know, meat's kind of crazy on prices right now. Cool. So, but if you if you can find it on sale and you have these jars and lids and stuff available, you find it on sale and then can it, uh, and and it will preserve it for years. So. Yeah, especially with that last report, and again, I think we talked
0: about it, and we, you know, we can't independently verify it. All those ranchers down in uh, East Texas. Yeah. They had to get rid of their, I mean, almost their entire herds
1: before they were ready. Yeah. So that that's gonna, uh, this has happened before. Um, and, and, and what it does is it, it creates. <sighs> almost <clears throat> demand destruction. Uh, yeah, so down the line, all all these ranchers are gonna be like, not sending cattle to market. Yeah.
0: So what we'll, we'll it probably see. floods the market.
1: And right. Which, so, which drops the price. Right, it, in, in the short then, term and then the an long run through the yep. roof. Next year, I mean, good luck getting me. Yeah, um, I, you know, but, but here's the thing too. We've had all these fires and other events that are taking out all these processing places. You've got cattle and feedlots over here in Kansas, You know, 2,000 at a time, dropping dead. Um, so, you know, the ability to process these, how many of them are actually gonna make it to the stores? Yeah. You know, uh, um, the cost of, feeding them and maintaining them that you know with the drought and, and stuff like that going on down uh, well across the country. Um, Texas isn't notorious, you know, West Texas isn't notorious for good grassland anyway. Nope. So, <clears throat> yeah, know, they're having a hard time getting grain. Right y'all, need a, right. y'all need to band together to find a local farmer and buy it from them. Yeah. Well, and, and cool. again, finding enough of it, you know, I mean, I know uh, a few years ago when this cycle happened, a friend of mine, he was hauling hay out of Canada all the way down into Oklahoma and Texas.
0: Yeah, good luck doing that now. And,
1: and I mean, the, the the price then was astronomical. Well, I mean, you're looking at the increased fuel cost, and the inability to get grains to feed them. Yeah, that's you know, whenever they these to they have to be fed. That's oh, what yeah. that, that article said, is that they out the hay and everything else. Yeah. everything scorched. Yeah. So, you know, it, it may create a very short window where the prices might drop some, but what it's going to create down the line is a shortage a huge, of, of beef products. A huge shortage. All right, and, and it will take, once it starts coming back around, it, it'll take like a couple of years for it to fully recover. And then that's if All the weather conditions and the, the financial conditions and all that go just right, which we know is not gonna happen. So if you, if, for the time being, if you can, and you can find a good selling of meat or like Lieutenant Dan said, you know, if you find a local farmer, you know, if you can get into a butcher, um, you know, buy a cow, take it up and have a butcher. I'm actually taking one up uh, a month from today, actually. Um, and I was fortunate enough uh, that they were able to get me in. Uh, I called about a month ago. So I mean, it was two months out, but they had some cancellations. Wow! Yeah, that's pretty good. So I, I was very fortunate. So we're going to go ahead and take one up there, even though she's not as big as I'd like her to be. Uh, I'm gonna going go ahead and I'm gonna get her put in the freezer. Yep, might so, as well. And and I'll probably can some of the meat as well, but I'm gonna mm-hmm. freeze some. You know. Uh, so anyway, that you know there there's some options out there, uh, and you know yeah, if you can get a few people together and split the cost, you know then. It, At least you got something in the freezer. You got something. So anyway, there there is that option.
0: Um, You know, and then look around. Then you've got uh, I think it's Norway again. You know they they've restricted. You know they they're wiping out their farming industry, but Mm -hmm. they're also wiping out their livestock industry as well. Uh, The reports today they were basically telling farmers or ranchers that, hey, if you've got X number of cows, uh, no. Because all that ammonia and everything else that comes out of cow dung is like, well that's the stupidest crap ever. Yeah. And uh, their parliament parliament said flat out, you know, we're looking to reduce the, the that industry by ninety five percent. Jeez. That's yeah, think crazy. about that for a minute. Not they they're intentionally killing an entire industry that feeds, mm-hmm. supplies beef for a large part of the EU and now they're knocking it down to five percent.
1: Yeah. That's that's nuts, uh, you know. And, and again, I have to wonder.
0: On, I mean, obviously
1: the the drought is the drought. It happens. We go through cycles of it. But you know, with, with all the fires, at the processing plants, and some of them just flat shutting down. But, oh well, we're we're going to close for two months. Like, yeah. What the hell? Um, you know, I mean, it, it's put a strain on everything here in the United States. Well, then you've got well, uh, Smithfield, Russia and Ukraine kind of come together. And-
0: that, that ain't to be able together.
1: to to uh, ship out their grain, didn't
0: they? Uh, they did allow some safe passages, but again, you know, a lot of their farmers missed the planting season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're looking at a 20 to 30% reduction in their output, if not more, uh, and that's just their output. So, I mean, if I was in Ukraine, I'd be hanging on more of it for my citizens. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> which is gonna to drop the to, output even more in the Middle East and Egypt and all those other places are just flat dependent on that grain. Yeah. That stuff dries up, I mean, you've been out there, they ain't growing shit out there in the yeah. desert. Yeah, so,
1: you know, uh, you know, coming soon to a, a state near you. <laughs> well, hell, I mean, all you gotta do is walk through Walmart anymore. Dude, I'm telling you, those those shelves, dude, coffee. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, Where yeah. Pretty <laughs> coffee, it, it's like gone. Yeah. So, they're, what they're doing, and, and I've noticed it, and they're still doing this to close up some of the gaps, they're spreading out their product more. Where, say like, you know, one one item, uh, say ketchup for example, used to take uh, five foot of shelf, uh, two rows. Yeah. Now, it's spread out, but it may only be a couple of jars of ketchup deep on each shelf, but it'll spread out to like five shelves, and they'll stretch it out to, 20, 30 feet, to fill gaps. Oh,
0: you know, I was in there the other day to get rice. I know, I wasn't there to get rice. I was there to get something else, and I just happened to be walking through. The rice had moved two aisles over, and instead of all this rice that was there, I mean, it was just yep. this real probably two-foot section from top to bottom of mm-hmm. rice and beans.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's it's getting scarce. Um, I, and and say with, like, the pasta products, which... Rely on wheat. Yeah, um, most of our pop, most
0: of the grain that we use <laughs> to make our pasta comes from
1: Ukraine and Russia. Imagine that! Wow, uh, you know it, it's getting scarce. It's getting slim on the shelves. So again, stock up on that stuff. Um, if you look back through our our files and and, uh, and, and videos and stuff, you'll see. Uh, and we may be like post that back up to the, the top. The videos uh, we did on. The food grade buckets and, and the vacuum sealant, oxygen absorbers, and and uh, storing that stuff long term. Oh yeah, <clears> uh, you know it, it, flour, um, rice, beans, any of that stuff. If you get it, keep in mind you need to freeze that for at least seven days. Okay, uh, because you do not want weevils getting into and ruining your entire stash of food. Oh then yeah, then because they, it will happen, and then you need to let it sit out so it comes back up to room temperature. Yep do anything with it because otherwise it will be a condensation yeah absolutely so anyway um, you know talking about me um, so probably sometime in the next couple weeks uh, I I doubt we can get by posting it on Facebook so we'll have to go to Rumble and probably on our Telegram which we need to to put that information out as well Uh, but I'm going to I'm going to be ready to butcher probably at least five or six of my chickens So, i want to do some video on that and some footage, uh, and I'll just warn you now, folks, you know, it would be graphic. But it's it. the nature of life, you know. I mean, it is it is what it is. Um, it's where our food comes from, so.
0: Uh, Christy in says, I don't know if you guys heard, Amazon has pulled several of their Mylar bags from being purchased. I'm
1: not surprised by that at all. I'm not <clears> either. I, I'm not either. Um, uh, you know, Mylar, obviously, is, is the preferred method, but you can get... Um, like we have a Food Saver vacuum sealer and those Food Saver bags, if you, uh, the, the way I do it is all the rice and beans, uh, I break up into two cup measurements, and then I vacuum seal two cups at a time, put those inside of the food grade bucket with the gamma seal lid right? And then I put oxygen absorbers down in there with them, and, and I seal that up um, after the freezing and coming back up to room temperature and all that stuff. I dedicate dedicated um, <laughs> but and, but the reason I do that is is this like especially with rice okay so I know if there's two cups in there I need four cups of water to cook that so and, and then I don't have to open an entire five gallon bucket of stuff you know in order to get yeah that just makes me crazy you see all the people with five gallon buckets full of that stuff you know they to and, and they open the whole thing. who the hell's gonna eat five gallons of fruit? well you know unless, unless you, you got the stuff to seal it again well then, I mean, right exactly.
0: For the for the most part, I mean, if we're in a shit a pain situation, you're going to be eating out of that bucket almost every day, anyway.
1: True enough. Um, but again, that's just uh, you know think about it like this too. If we want to, if we want to go out to the woods for a little while, I can grab some of those patches out of there, throw them into the rucksack, and I know exactly what those measurements are already. Um, that, that's just the way I do it, you know. Oh, that can, you know what that would be cool with that little jet oil you got. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> a little bit of bullion cubes. Yeah, absolutely. So there again, that's that's my thought process on why I do things that way. And right. if it, and, it, and if it doesn't work for for any of y'all, do it your way. All right. Um, just make sure it's sealed up good and, and uh, you know and preserved correctly. That, that's the biggest thing. I mean, if you do have the money, you can freeze dry stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a lot lighter, easier to carry around, especially if you're going to go. Long distance or something like that.
0: Right. Oh, did, did y'all talk about the uh, interest rate ju- or the inflation rate jump? No. Gone? No, we did not. Ouch. So, folks, what they were projecting was a, they were already projecting it to go up. You know, regardless of what everyone said, you know, it was 8.6 last month. They were saying, oh, it's only going to go up to 8.8. Well, the CPI came out, and it is 9.1. Folks, I mean, The interest rate jump—or not interest. Why do I keep saying interest rate? Other, will, other than the interest rate, will have to go up on your home mortgage. Yeah, uh, particularly if, if you have if an you have, ARM. Yeah, if like you have an adjustable rate. Um, but with the uh, inflation going up to nine point one percent, folks, we're we're gonna we have to we have to see a huge jump in commodity prices. There's just no way around it anymore. They've been, uh, companies have been staking that off as long as they possibly can because companies want to turn a profit too. Now 9.1% companies can't, they have to raise prices. That is, that is just the long and the short of it.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, See, so we're coming up all close to an hour now, aren't we? Um, yeah. There. All right.
0: And we got Christy chiming in and says, uh, Captain Jack It's a great suggestion. And then, uh, Bill was out there out in Branson mm-hmm. on the, uh, Getting out and about on the showboat.
1: Yeah, um, and Bill, that that picture you sent out of, of, of that T-shirt you had, uh, man, I, I love it, brother. I love it. Uh, very very fitting. Um, so uh, he sent this out, and and, and I, I'm assuming it was his wife that took the picture. It, it, it better be right. <laughs> anyway, um, said disabled but deadly, and I love <laughs> it, man. It was awesome. Oh yeah, good
0: times. So, um, so folks, we're, we're looking at, at heat lasting uh, well into next week, next weekend, just triple digits. If you've got pets that are outside, you know, highly recommend finding some way of keeping them cool, yeah. uh, whether it be fans, sprinkler something like that, uh, pool, you know, it's particularly if they're outdoor dogs, you know, two of my dogs are, are very specifically outdoor dogs. And I am trying to find any way. And my, my Husky has to stay outside now. Is there a day. shaded area there? I do actually have lots of shaded area. For the most part, they crawl up under the porch uh, and get down on the concrete, where at least it's a little cooler. Right.
1: Uh,
0: but still, it's I feel bad for them. I've got a big, huge fan out there trying to keep them cool. They chew up their kiddie pools, so I can't give them kiddie pools anymore. Yeah. Take a hole full of water, God, everything's been so dry, that freaking thing will fill up with, or dry
1: up fast. Um, Yeah, Uh, get a tarp, dig a hole, uh, line it with a tarp, and then fill it with water. Yeah, don't chew the tarp out. Um, <laughs> If you if you got rocks or bricks, line around the edge of it so they can't get it, or take some of the dirt you took out of it and fill over the edges so that they can't actually see the tarp and, and get a hold of that.
0: Yeah.
1: A metal trough. I thought about that one, too. Man well, you don't chew
0: that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they can try. But, you know. Yeah, the thought about going up to a tractor supply and getting one of their metal cattle troughs and just filling it with water and say,
1: "If you want to keep cool, keep cool. If you don't, yeah. that's on you." Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, so before before we uh, get out of this tonight, uh, we have a Telegram channel now. Oh yeah. So uh, it's, it's under Southern Missouri Patriots. All right. So Telegram, if, if you don't know, is an app for your phone. It's free to use. I, I personally recommend going to the Telegram website and downloading it through there because if you do it through any of your app stores, it is censored. Yep. And there's a lot of stuff that you cannot, it just flat won't let you look at. Uh, but if you go through the Telegram website and download it through there, then you get full access to everything that's that's posted in there Yep, and you'll have to update it manually yeah just FYI but yes.
0: I really highly recommend going ahead you know like you said go through the website yeah don't don't go through the Apple or Play Store
1: yeah yeah I I, uh, I originally when I when I uh, downloaded I got it through uh, the, the Play Store I, I have an Android um, and uh, put it on there and some of the channels that, that I follow, it just wouldn't let me open the links. and Or it would just show like a blank. It says it's censored because you're using the app through the... Right. So I deleted that, uninstalled it from my phone, went to the website, downloaded it through there, and now I have full access to it. All right. Um, so And I'm not sure... Did we set that up where people can comment on it, or is it read-only? Okay, I am looking at it right now. It's set to private, so I'm going to put it public. Yep. And because I I know we can set it to where, you know, people can talk back and forth on there, or it can be read only. Uh, There's mm, about four or five channels that I follow that that I can see everything that's posted, but I can't comment back. But I can forward it from those to another channel on Telegram.
0: Yeah. Christy chiming in saying freeze the toys and sweet potatoes, blueberries for your dogs, and a block of ice. It'll keep them cool. Thank you. I will actually do that. Nice. Yeah, good suggestion. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So I already give them ice water. Yeah. Next week, I mean, it would be nice if I actually had a pool, like a genuine
1: pool back there, and just let them jump in it. Yeah. Well, um, so. It- Again, on the Telegram, it's Southern Missouri Patriots, the same as our Facebook page, same as the Spotify and all the other places we're listed on the, uh, for the uh, the actual podcast part of this. Uh, just, just look it up and uh, Lieutenant Dan's actually in the process right now of switching it over to a public group and yeah. well, Only members uh, can send messages. Only members can send messages. Okay. Yep, that works. Yeah, I'm good with that. Do we want to approve new members or just leave it open? I'll um, just leave it open. Yep. So, anyway, um, look it up on there because a lot of the, the news stories that we get from from different sources, uh, we will start posting over into that Telegram channel. And uh,
0: and if y'all find news sources, post them as well. Right? Yes. Because that
1: helps us out, and we'll get it out to everybody. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, uh, again, look us up on Telegram. Uh, we're on Rumble. And, obviously, we're on Facebook. guys where you're yep. watching us now, uh, if you're watching and uh, and then, you know, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, um, Yeah, we're on that RSS feed. Uh, and we need to look at our analytics again, too, and see if we've expanded our reach into because we were up to what, four or five uh, different countries there? Seven. Seven, all right, uh, even better. Yeah, so, I mean, uh,
0: you know, some of those were Canadians, and those those guys have probably been cracked down on by now. Yeah, probably. Good Lord,
1: that, that, <laughs> they're going full on Castro. Well, Castro Jr. is running yeah, no, the place, you know? So anyway, uh, I think we're gonna wrap it up again. Look yep. up, there, there's, because of the litigation society that we live in, we're not gonna give specifics on canning. All right, uh, and, and I hate that we have to do that, but we have to protect this group, group and, and, and organization. So uh, Ball, B-A-L-L, um, any of their products, look it up. They've got books out there. Um, you can look them up online, uh, find them at used bookstores. Uh, all the places, they, they are the benchmark for canning products. Um, look them up, uh, there, there's a lot of good resources out there that will walk you through everything step-by-step step because each each vegetable, each meat, each whatever you're canning has different requirements for canning it properly for long-term storage, yep. okay? Um, and we could be here for five hours and not cover it all. So oh, yeah. we're, we're trying to just point you in the right direction to find those resources um, and, and look it up and, and get them for yourself so that you have them at your fingertips. Alright, so uh, again, you know, we're on Facebook, uh, we're on Anchor, Spotify, RSSV, uh, uh, Telegram now, and on Rumble. Um, it's all listed as Southern Missouri Patriots. So, uh, do we got anything else or are we going to wrap this one up? No, I think we're good. Alright, well, we appreciate you all tuning in. Uh, thanks for letting us do what we do. Uh, keep your head on the swivel. Um, look us up on Telegram, share your information on there. Post stuff on the Facebook page. Yeah, you know, uh, man, get it out there, share it for the world, and uh, and until next week, I guess. Be ready. Yeah, absolutely. So thanks again, and we'll see you guys next week.